Welcome back to Take It From The Top. It is Friday, December 29th. Keegan is holding that pose well. This will be the official first video podcast that we have. So not just long long form video, but we will be making clips from here on out. So make sure that you are following on the YouTube, the Instagram, at TFT Podcast. So don't forget the X now. That's that's true. Yeah, X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. But I'll give it to you. <laughs> so you'll find us all active there from here on out. So it, that this is exciting. It is. It this is, is just we're, we're just getting started. Two months ago, insane facts. Um, but yeah, dude, we're we're finally setting up. We're getting things right, and mm-hmm. uh, now we want to get some clips going. But it'll be a journey. Tag along. We're gonna make some clips. We're gonna make some memories. And yeah. We're gonna keep. Dri- we're gonna keep. Dri- uh, driving we're not gonna keep driving we're gonna keep grinding yeah but not like that we're just grinding you know what i mean yeah just grind. yeah that's it but i want to hear me out hear me yeah, out on this I'm listening. okay before we start any news okay we watched that game last night um browns you did it again yeah you did it again and this is the point that i'm trying to make here they not, not they not only clinched, but they made a statement. Yeah, and that was scary to me. Um, Najoku had 130 yards on yeah. five catches. Yeah, well, by by halftime, I thought he was going to put up a Shannon Sharp stinging stat line, bro. I thought it was going to look gosh. crazy. Listen, I almost called it with Elijah Moore. Now I didn't yeah. know Amari Cooper was going to be out. Yeah, but I was still saying. Give him 80 yards and a touchdown. He had 68 and a yeah, touchdown. touchdown. So I was, well, not maybe not 68 exactly, but he was in the 60s. Yeah, 60s with a tutty. So with a tutty. I feel so like he still made a statement, though. I feel like that's still a statement. If it's your former team, you got to go out there and score, especially yeah. if your number one's not out there. 100%. So it's a fun time to be a Browns fan, man. So this is a stat that I saw this morning, which um, shocked me. Joe Flacco has more passing touchdowns than the Jets entire than the Jets entire season <laughs> yeah, in just five games? Yeah, five games now. Thirteen. Yes, thirteen. The Jets have eleven all season. Yeah. He would I'm pretty sure they were tied before the game because he had three this past game and then Trevor Simeon had one. So they were tied ten ten and he played four games before this last game. It's just sad. I mean it it's it's Brace it's Brees Hall's second year. I know. And I'm all I'm already like Get out! Get out. Yeah. Like, I say that with every. I say that with every guy. Yeah. But he has at least at this point. It seems like every week he's getting sixty receiving, sixty rushing. Yeah. Minimum. And there's nothing you can really do about it, especially yeah. with what do you have? Twenty opportunities yeah. last night as yeah. well. Jeez, Just a man. Beast. He is a beast. So we we didn't really think we didn't think it was going to be that high scoring. No. We both. If I go back to it, we both had the score of I had twenty eight thirteen. You had thirty seventeen. Yeah. But it went even 10 points higher than what you said. Yeah. So this is interesting, man. It's it's an interesting little streak that they got going on right here. And people are saying Super Bowl. Yeah. I feel like they made a statement. Because I feel like everybody's worries going into like the playoffs was how's their offense going to be? Because I feel like nobody's really questioning the defense. The yeah. defense has always been there. But they were like, is Joe Flacco going to be able to pull through? And going up against the Jets, which are a top like – seven top five defense like overall he just went out there and balled so i don't i after this game i don't look at the browns and say i'm worried 
about the offense mm-hmm. because Joe Flacco has been in for five games now and he's looked like an MVP <laughs> to be honest. Super Bowl time. So Ooh. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they made a run. Maybe Man. not Super Bowl, but and there's still a chance that they can make it to the one seat. Yeah, I saw there has to be some finagling yeah. going yeah, on. Yeah, but if it has to run through Cleveland. They're not an away team at all. No. They're a home, yeah, home team. team. And if they have to... If, if someone else is playing in Cleveland first round, rap. It's going to be like Arrowhead a few years ago. Where it's like, yeah. you got to go through Arrowhead and it's not fun to play there. Yeah. Um, CJ Mosley, after the game, talked to Flacco. I was like, who would have thought that you would have been chanted this, you know, chanting your... Yeah. That fans would have been chanting your name yeah. after a game like this. It's just... It makes you kind of want to turn away. Yeah. Well, if you're a Jets fan, you're like... if. We had Joe Flacco and Aaron Rodgers. It's like you're looking at a whole different team, and especially yeah. what Joe Flacco did last year. I get he was like he is now. He just didn't have the defense, yeah, like they do right yeah. now for the Browns. Yeah. So, man, fun times, fun times. So, this was another thing that I had. I saw here that that uh, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys could possibly agree to a new contract this off season that could pay him. Anywhere from fifty-five to sixty million dollars per season. What? Yeah, and both sides are excited to get a deal done. I thoughts. I will for forever not understand a player keep increasing their pay. Like if you really run a win, I would. I would. I feel like I would be the player that would just be like, if I'm if I'm Patty Mahomes, give me twenty million a year. Let's go get some other guys. Well, you see it now. You see it in certain other reconstruction in certain contracts. Few that, players do it. That they do it. Tom but, Brady was one of them. And everybody's like, oh, why do he win seven ranks? It's because he didn't right. overpay himself to the max. Mahomes re- reconstructed his contract. Aaron Rodgers gave $60 million yeah. back to the organization. Yep. I know, the I know Travis Kelsey did it a few years ago. Yeah, and that's that's insane, yeah. especially where he's at in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just guys that are willing to try to go win. Yeah. And a, a deal like this where you're saying two year two year 110 million dollar contract yeah. is absolutely insane to me. Yeah. I don't know if it means that that's that's not all guaranteed. So we're thinking maybe 60 million guaranteed the rest yeah. of incentives, but Yeah. I'm excited to see what the Cowboys do, not so much Dak does cuz I think the Cowboys will sign him for a year or two, but I don't think it's going to be no insane. No. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be like Four or five year million dollar, yeah, four or five year contract. I think it's going to be two or three year max. Yeah, I don't believe he, they're going to push him until he's 34, 35. I agree. So, okay, all right, here we go. We got the commanders. You want to hear about some commander news or do you want to skip it? We can briefly talk about it. Okay, we'll talk about it. Commanders are interested in Caleb Williams. That's a duh. Yeah, that team is interested in Caleb Williams. Yep, but. This is the thing. Sam Howell is the most sacked quarterback in the league. Yeah. It's not a quarterback issue. No, not at all. It is an O-line issue. For sure. Why? Why? If you're the Washington Commanders, why do you go and draft Caleb Williams and think that fits your squad? Why do yeah. you think that fixes anything? I don't know, because even from like mid-season, I feel like we've been saying this too, it's an O-line situation mm-hmm. because – Compared to the other rookies, I'm pretty sure Sam Howell's like top three in like every statistical category. Yeah, he's a slinger, dude. Like, I, we said it a few weeks ago, we would be happy if Sam Howell was on the Jets or the Patriots. Yeah. 
like with how he's been playing like i would want just a rookie that's fearless out there just slinging it but because if he had any better offensive line to give him like half a second more each play or something you know what i mean mm-hmm. so to and i've never been a guy to just blame everything on one guy i don't like that, doing that yeah. like every every sports team sport i mean at least we talk about tennis ain't sticking to racing whatever i don't care about that but and then we talked about it like last week again with media media will flip on someone so fast like sam howell could have a game where he throws for five passing touchdowns and no interceptions and then like the next week throw for like zero passing touchdowns and two interceptions and then everybody's like oh flip he's a bust yeah gotta get rid of him. that's just how the media rides dude it's, it's insane dude it is insane but that's all right i think i think that because they have a f- the fourth pick i don't believe they're gonna trade up yeah and they're probably gonna trade down because of knowing i mean unless they go get um jane daniels or drake may yeah which i don't think i think drake may and, and sam howell they came from the same school they look yeah. like the same guy to me yeah that's true i mean I don't want. I don't think they'd get Jane Daniels. I know. I don't know. That'd be weird to see, but that's all right. We'll see how it plays out in the off season. So I'll move on to other news. We have Trevor Lawrence is ruled out against yeah. the Panthers. It's his first missed uh, start, isn't it? It is. Oh wait, it might be. No, yeah. it might be. I think it's his first official missed start in his NFL career. Yeah, and now this this might impact my predictions for this week a little bit i really believe that there's going to be a little changes with these new pieces of notes that i got here but also okay. the other one is that Jaden Jaden jalen waddle yeah, ruled out against the ravens yep this knocks it down for the dolphins 100 percent. the dolphins do not play as well when one of their guys exactly are out. Yeah. and i don't care who it is yeah it could be waddle hill raheem Mostert, yeah. Devon one, one, one of the main pieces one gone it played a whole lot different whole different so we'll see how that plays out i mean tyreek is great but raven's defense is amazing so that will be a fun little game we're gonna have sunday so I, that is my notes do you have anything oh uh, yeah i'm just scrolling through and i just saw going ba- bouncing back to the browns uh elijah moore was hospitalized overnight due to a concussion oh okay so yep. that just dropped three hours ago i don't know if you saw that or not but you said he was released correct because i i got he's released from the hospital oh you saw he was released so that's okay. good i actually have a few more because right, yeah, um elijah moore has been released from the hospital okay. that's good news Kadarius tony out for the second straight game yep that's a blessing for the chiefs um michael pittman's cleared to play the raiders so this gets some more impact on my predictions as well. Um, except for that, man. I mean, Jamar Chase is questionable versus yep. the Chiefs. So that's going to be, I don't know. It's T. Higgins is really freaking good. Yeah. But I, I think Jamar Chase versus the Chiefs secondary is always like 100 yeah, yards. Exactly. Touchdown, yeah, so. not even close. That's all we but got for... I, I got. Oh, you got some <laughs> more. You always, more. You always hit me with a jab. I, yeah, I it's always like, yeah. Go <laughs> but, ahead. So, CJ Stroud is set to start versus the Titans. Mm. I don't know if we talked about it. Can't remember. And then no. also, Will Levis is also set to start versus the Texans. So, rookie, rookie, rookie yeah, battle, rookie huh? battle for uh, mm. final game of the year. Yeah, I don't no. know why they started Tannehill last week. That yeah, was, I don't know why either. That was dumb. Yeah. Um. But all right. Yeah. 
Uh, that's exciting for this upcoming week. What do we have for a segment this week? Okay. So it was Break my it, yeah, it was my turn. Hopefully I can explain this well for everybody. But my turn, my idea that I came up with was when you were a kid playing sports, which players did you want to model your game afterwards? Which stars did you want to be like when you were a kid like kind of that realm so Mm -hmm. it can either be like three for only one sport or do like two for a bunch of sports like however you interpreted it we can do that so you want to you want to start with like a quote-unquote less important sport for us and then get to more important or how do you want to do it less important Mm. Ah, that you're you're setting me up for failure there. With so that like, guy. let's just, do let's do basketball. Let's just do basketball for you first. Okay. If you did basketball, okay, okay, okay. For basketball, yeah. This is a guy that I grew up watching. That I I I didn't really I like loved watching him play, but I didn't really respect him until I got older. So looking up to was definitely Tim Duncan. Really, Tim Duncan was what? a guy. Yeah, a guy who was just. Go get twenty five. Yeah, not say nothing. Yep. Like he used to just compliment guys while he was playing. Always like even keel, just hanging out. Nothing that had to do. Like he, I don't think we've ever seen him get physical. Like no fighting wise, no, never ever. And him, him with Popovich was like a Brady with Belichick for sure, for sure. And that's why I was like, oh, I kind of like that. And okay, I not, yeah. I'm gonna give sense. you a sneak peek. I did not put Brady on this. So okay. That's why I'm okay. putting Timmy D in because it was the That's same crazy. mindset. Yeah. So. Okay. That that makes sense though. The, the yeah. more you explained about it. like Tim Duncan out of your mouth was just like straight out of the right field. For you were me. Just, I'm not were going. you waiting for like Charles Barkley? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Like like with someone like that. Meta world peace. Like, yeah. Straight, straight violence. Though. Yeah. So okay. that's that's. The one person that I could always and it was always fun watching guys. The fundamental yeah. they had the European basketball. Yeah. Spurs basketball it, it, elite. Yeah. Unbelievable. Elite. So. That's okay. what I had for basketball, at least. So, okay, go ahead. I'll let I'll let you hit do my me. basketball. Go ahead. Go okay, so I I went a different round. I picked like four for basketball. Oh, okay. So I mean, you'll get the gist. So like one, like the top for sure was Jason Williams, white chocolate, white chocolate, white chocolate, because smaller guard my entire life like you got to be able to like throw flashy passes so i grew up doing like the elbow pass behind the yeah. back pass do all that stuff so he definitely helped me model my game and was like okay i can play if i don't even score you know what i mean yeah but like because like i was never a big scorer i always liked passing more i always thought it was more fun mm. so jason williams was definitely like one of them and then like same exact thing pete maravich even though he's a boomer but Pete Maravich, I, he was like the same thing, just an earlier Jason Williams. Gotcha. So I watched like the documentary and like the movies on him as well. And then the last two, kind of more nowadays. Oh, okay. Is uh still D Wade, okay, Heat okay. fan? Because and then D Rose, because yeah. I always liked my favorite players to watch are always the not smaller guards, but guards that are just can jump through the roof. Yeah. So, D, young D Wade and D Rose were just the funnest for me to watch. And then like people like now are like, oh, do you like John Morant? Then his play style, I would, I, I love watching John Morant. He just does so many stupid things outside of basketball. Like no, nothing. Um, so, but yeah, man, I, I, they actually do play a lot. I, the, the peak of D Rose, unbelievable. And then the downfall, yeah, is one of the most outrageous 
like mind-boggling thing yeah. of you know guys get hurt but i mean except for guys like katie who have torn stuff and have really like been out for the season we really don't have we haven't seen a whole lot of injury this year no not not superstars either no so that's been good that's been good but yeah. when d rose i know man absolutely his legs just collapsed it yeah. was like mvp to six man yeah like nothing Crazy. after that and it was what a time yeah was, man yeah i know man. i understand it i understand it so because I thought the next two guys that you, I thought you were going to complete the list with Jason Kidd and Steve Nash. I was because you yeah. started off. No, I know. You know, but what I mean? like because when I was young, I was just so small that I was like I wanted to pass. So like I, I just like Jason Williams and P. Marich more okay. than Steve Nash and Jason Kidd. Yeah. And then D. Wade and D. Rose was the aspect of me. Like I always wanted to dunk. Like that yeah. was always my goal. But then I ended up like growing to a good size. Okay. At least for stinking class b basketball you know what i mean but so that like when i tell people like if i had like a play style it's a hybrid between jason williams and prime john wall like that's how i play yeah yeah because you don't you don't really like be getting boards like that not really unless like i need to nowadays it's changed though but that's because of the I think I think you probably were a board guy before your knee problem. I'm Do you think that like that aspect was like not no? really. I'm probably more of a board guy now than I was in high school. Oh, really? Yeah, just because now I can just jump way higher than anybody else, so I'm just like I'm just going to go get the board. Yeah. I love it. So, I love it. So we got basketball out the way. Where are yeah. we going with? Where do we want to head We to? we can end on football. Just end because. on football? Yeah, end on football. Okay. So we can go baseball now. So I'll go baseball here. These are two guys, um, different errors, but okay. same play style in my opinion. Okay. Jackie Robinson, hundred percent, and Ricky Henderson. Okay. These two guys were small ball gods, dude. Yeah. They were so freaking good, and I think a lot of people undervalue being able to make your way on the bases without anyone having to hit the ball, and that's one of the aspects I wanted to key in on because I'm a smaller dude. And I wasn't just going to go 450 dead center. Yeah. I was a guy that was going to be like, once I get on first, you're going to meet me at third. And that's just because of watching Ricky Henderson. That's the reason why he has the record is because of the way he read pitchers. He read the rhythm, the routine of all these guys in the league. And he ends up getting 3,000 stolen bases. Yeah. And if you see his peak years compared to the guys now, not even close. Yeah. I mean, we just saw Ronald Acuna do something where it was like 70 stolen bases yeah. and like 50 home runs. Yep. That's, that's absolutely that's outlandish. Unbelievable. That's crazy. Yeah. But Ricky Henderson was getting a cool like 100 stolen bases yeah. a year. Yeah, he was him. And that's insane. Like you could know that he was stealing. Yeah. Like, pitch out. And it and doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I even believe like if you had Yadier Molina, the best arm of all time. Yeah. In my oh, great heavens. In my opinion... Had the be- he was one of the best catchers of all time, but just as, as a defensive c- catcher. But if if you even had him throwing down on a pitch out, you're not catching Ricky Henderson. Yeah. And Jackie Robinson, I just love the the adversity at that time, and I like him being able to take any situation he had and not make it anything it was. Because yeah. you saw like there was things that he went through, and this is based on the movie. This is based on clips that I've seen. 
this is like you weren't gonna see you know what I mean you're not gonna see a whole lot from that time period yeah. but he went from what he knew and was comfortable with and knowing where his potential could have been to being uncomfortable in a whole different element and has changed the game forever yeah forever I mean and now I mean we talk about like uh, who, who is it Roberto Clemente as well okay so he's one of the guys and this is all having to do with if you're good and you know who you are yeah, 100%. just go for it yeah. like and, and you might be uncomfortable but that's what I love about these two guys specifically was that they're just small ball guys and they made the the most out of every situation yeah so that's what I got for baseball okay so let me hear it so do not say Derek Cheater no absolutely not I was not the corny kid that everybody's like I want to be Derek Cheater no my uh, so I also Ricky Henderson. I I also was a massive base stealer, like so. That's on your list. Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah. Dang. My uh. I want to switch mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll switch mine. No, you're good. But uh, so yeah, I'll throw I'll throw another one. But uh, my entire literally clear career, goodness mm-hmm. gracious, my dad was my baseball coach. Okay. So I mean, it only, it only lasted like seventh grade, but uh, those year, that year. <laughs> no, those years were crazy though. I'm like, you you ask anybody from little league at during those times, straight domination. I'm not. Could you hit a home run in little league? No, not at all. Really? I I wasn't strong enough. Yeah, like Dang. my entire career, no home runs, but I had like five inside the park ones. Dang. Like that's like I would always hit the fence like all the time, and then I would just I was just faster than everybody else. Low key, dude. I peaked in Little League. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, for real. I was him. <laughs> I peaked in Little League. <laughs> like Straight up. It, but that's so, the that's so funny thing. Because I would have thought for you that that would have been light work. And then what? eventually. Oh, no. Like Little League. Because I was tiny. I was, dude. Man. Like, I'm like. Like, people can't believe it how small I was. Yeah. Because, like, now I'm just. A good sized human being, but uh, I don't. I don't like. I don't. I don't like. <laughs> what is a good sized? I, I don't human like being, saying man. my height because I don't want to just be like, oh, guess how tall I am. <laughs> guess how tall I am. If I was your height, I'd be like, nah, I'd, I'll reach that for you. If I was at the if yeah, I was see, at like Walmart I don't. I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> I'm sorry, can you help? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like standing over like someone's mom, just be like I'll get that for you, midget. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Okay. So, I, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm a tall human being, whatever. But my entire life, I was small. It's like that's why my little my baseball career in general ended seventh grade mm. because the I was a pitcher, and then also I played third base as a lefty. Oh, I know. Your dad talk about dominance. Your dad was having you play third base because we had potatoes on the field, and that—that's how dominant I was. I was out there, best player of the league, a third baseman, lefty. <laughs> that's dominance. When I wasn't pitching, though, when I wasn't pitching, pitching was my main thing, dude. And me and my dad, we had a system. I would look over to him, and he would like either like he would tap his head mm-hmm. for fast, like. Full throttle, like yeah. mid for middle, low for like change up, and the change up was crazy. So, like me and my dad just straight dominance. But so, but I also like I won like many games by just every single pitch stealing bases because my dad would also give me the signs every single time, and nobody was like outgunning us. Hmm. So, but yeah, so that's why Ricky Henderson's on. Okay, but I'll also go. uh I'll also go the cliche Mike Trout because 
I liked playing outfield towards the end of my career. Yeah. Because, and this, this will also foreshadow my NFL pick as well. But, so I liked being a, I liked being center field because I could cover a lot of area. Okay. So, I'll go Mike Trout as my substitution for your Ricky Henderson. But, and then my real pick was Griffey Jr. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Yeah, just that, the swag. Just the swag. Just the swag. I and, like, I, I like Mike Trout. Um, so like when I was growing up, it was always me playing like center. Yeah. And then I grew up to like freshman year, sophomore yeah. year, and I played shortstop. Okay. And then I went up to senior year, played short. Like I played second and short. Yeah. And then college was like second base. But then I was like, this is like whatever. Like yeah. It's, it's cool. Yeah. But like then I got out of the college phase and I went back to the outfield because when we started playing – I went to I went to um, third because of you know who mm-hmm. being at short because mm-hmm. that was his team. So yeah, I was like, this is your team. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And then when he tore his ACL, I went to short. Yeah, and I hated it. Like I don't like playing. So then they they so one of the guys ended up leaving the team, and then I played center. And now, dude, I love playing center. No, I I love the outfield. Like it's just like I get to hang out with my homies, be out there, say whatever yeah. you want. No yeah. one hears you. Anyway. No, like you it's just amazing. You could say whatever. Yeah, you want. it's crazy. Like half the time, half the time <laughs> I should be canceled, not allowed on a team type deal. And then they'll be like, "What'd you say about like, like, oh, hearing stuff?" Yeah, it was the wind. I didn't say anything. <laughs> it was the wind. <laughs> so like, yeah. I just love it out there. Yeah, me too. But I can get why Trout is up there. It's, I think it's every kid that's really yeah, up sure. there because like he's just a unit. He's just. A, it pisses me off. He's a unit, dude, and he's running like he's freaking Ricky Henderson. I know. Like, dude, you have the broadest shoulders. Exactly. I know, and he's just have, an animal. Like the Swiss Army knife is Mike Trout. So yeah, <laughs> man, that's so funny because like, I I grew up like pitching only really. Mm. Like, that was, like, my main thing forever because everybody was, like, oh, like, you're, like, the only lefty, like, out here. Like, you got to pitch kind of deal. So, like, me and my dad would throw pitching, like, for hours, like, after school and stuff. Chilling. Yeah. And then, like, when we got to, like, I don't know what your Little League style was, but our, quote, unquote, majors was, like, the first two years were pretty rough. Like, our team was garbage. So, like, that's why I was playing third. Because okay. they would just get drilled to left line and nobody could ground for crap. So that's why I got shoved there. But like my last year of Little League, it was basically just pitcher. And then when my like count was up, I would just go to center field. I like that. So, that and then, nice. And then like once like, because like our backup pitchers were not good either. So I would have to go back in like the next game and stuff. But I went to Cooperstown for a week. Yeah. So... I did that for a week. Did was yo? You said yeah. Like yeah. Did you go? Mm-hmm. So who did, was there anybody that you knew of that went that week? Because I have the biggest flex I, I, in my career. When I was that young, like you just be yeah yeah. I was in my own world. Just ice cream pops. And Literally, just, right? And, like okay, so I remember we we walked around, collected pins and all that. Yeah. So like that bag right there is all my pins from oh, okay. Cooperstown. Yeah, right? and. My brother met Johnny Baseball, who really? was the man who ran the whole thing. That's so. And cool. my brother was like, "Yo, let me let me get one of them pins." Yeah. And he's like, "I don't got it." He's like, "You're lying." And he's like, "All right, you can have one." Like, like he he got so it's in there, right? And so 
we we talk about all the time. He's like, oh, you know, he's like, I know Johnny Baseball. Like, me and him are boys. We've mm-hmm. been boys for 10 years now. I'm like, all right, dude, like, chill out. Yeah. But Albert Pujols, his son was there that week. Really? And we watched him play. Wow. He must have been six foot at, like, 13. Yeah. They like, there's always just one kid that just, you're like, can I see a birth certificate? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I am 12. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. So, like, the thing, too, was we played a team down in Florida, and I was in center, right? And we're like, oh, they might be all right. You know, like, like we're so delusional. Yeah. New Yorkers are really delusional Facts. when it comes to like, oh, we would kill a Florida team. No. They different down there, bro. No. Can I make a statement right now? Yeah, yeah. I think the New York sports scene is so overhyped. I'm not going to lie. It's we, so bad. we might be the worst in every sport. Well, not the worst. When it comes to the top three, like Cal- top four, like us, Cali, Texas, and Florida. We're getting smoked. In all sports, by all four states, any of them, hundred percent, we're worse than probably like, sh- like Illinois. Yeah, we're getting Michigan, smoked by all of them, like all of them, all man. of them. I promise you, and we're not counting the city. City does not count. Okay? I'm like, I'm gonna keep it a buck fifty. I'm, I'm gonna even count the city. Like, I don't think. No, I, I'm, all, I know, but it's just like the city. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just yeah, too yeah. much garbage. Yeah. Yeah, 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 where it's like, I feel you. you. Can't really for sure. So, but the one thing about it. Is so we're sitting. I'm I'm waiting for the game, and I walk. In, they walk in. I'm like, okay, they they're not crazy. Like, yeah. I was waiting for like six four dudes to yeah. come out talking about they have two kids, and I'm like, all right. Yeah. So we go out there. They start hitting home runs. Whatever. At this point, I'm just I'm just staring at the wall. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's gonna go over the wall, so I might as well get be friends with it. And then they come up again. I'm like, wait a second. These guys all hit it righty. Why are they hitting lefty? They came up. Hit their coach tell them, come That's hit crazy. lefty, and then they kept hitting home runs. And so I'm sitting there like, different, man. I'm like, can I go home? Yeah. Like, like, I don't belong here. That was the first week I had Mountain Dew Code Red. And I was like hooked on it for like a week. Yeah. So I was like, one Code Red right now. Really <laughs> edge the nerve right yeah. now of wanting to just punch a wall. Yeah. But it was such a blast, dude. But man, we got to move on to the NFL. Final. Are one. we moving to the NFL? Because I have a college one. I have an NCAA football one. Oh, I looked up too. Okay, I have one. I yeah, I have one off the tone, off the dome. I can do it too. I think we're both agree. We'll say it at the same time. One. We're not going to two, be. three. Reggie Tim Bush. Tebow. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I told you we were going to miss it. <laughs> so Tim Tebow definitely was that guy that made me want to go to Florida. Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. I agree. But then also like looking back at it now. Like, I loved him then, and I'm like, holy crap. Like, the dude the dude led a bunch of felons to a national yeah. championship. Like, yeah. let's just call it what it is. Yeah, let's just be real. But it's the grit. It's crazy. That halftime speech, when they were, when he was like, hey, hey, I'm going to get in here. I was like, all right, T-Bow, like, chill out. And then he started, like, actually making guys hype, and I was like. He might be the greatest motiva- motivational speaker I've ever seen. Lump cook. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like. <laughs> like the usually meme. most guys can't be doing that. No, I know. You know what you know what halftime speech I really like? Cam Newton's he's like uh, There ain't no more <laughs> rocking back and forth. He's like Ain't no more rest of the games. We all win the game. <laughs> rocking back and forth. Bro, you ever hear like a Jameis Winston like speech, bro? Dude, he's like the one in the huddle. <laughs> yes. He's like, we're gonna eat him alive. <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> Like, who thought that week was like, who's doing the prep talk? I know. Jameis. And they're like, yeah. oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Like, he wasn't going to say something outrageous. <laughs> like, oh, what's this? A W. Let's get some W. Like, 
he's so weird. But like, I think once I saw Cam Newton do yeah. that and he rocking back and forth saying some funny stuff, like I would start dying, dude. It, cause, Cause like the original clip sounds like a good pep talk. Yeah. Right. Like it's like it's decent. But then they put like the cool music behind it, and then they make it put really serious. Yeah. But if you put some funny music behind it, dude, I'm telling you, it is gold. <laughs> <laughs> like one of them had like an edit when he was rocking back and forth. A rocking chair was like <laughs> <laughs> crazy, bro. But also, why? Wait, why Reggie Bush? And what do you think about his Heisman being? Give it to away? him. Okay, hundred percent. But why Reggie Bush was like what? Oh six. Oh seven last yeah. weekend. Why? What? You were watching college football at that age. No, 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 no. Oh, but like, I, I like I, yeah. Everybody knows I got into football like super late, so like I would just look up like. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I got into football late, so I would just look up like. Yeah. If you ask me who my favorite running back of all time is, it is Reggie Bush. Yeah, like I think that. a lot of people love Reggie Bush. Yeah, so like I would just for some reason. Well, you know what? It also helps. Like quick backstory on it. My first Madden ever was Madden thirteen. Megatron was on the front. Okay. Reggie Bush was on the team. On the Lions team. Yeah. He, oh yeah, he was. Yeah. So like it was like later Reggie Bush, mm-hmm. but for some reason I just liked him still. So then like I like dove deeper into Reggie Bush, and then yeah. like. Saw how good he was on, like, even, like, the Saints. And then, like, in college was just so stinking dominant. Like, was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, dude, this guy is an animal. And, yeah, 100%. It makes no sense to me after all the NIL deals that are going around that he doesn't have his Heisman Trophy yet, to be honest. Yeah, no, he'll get it back. You think so? He'll get it back. If the NCAA holds it on for another five years, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Might take some time just because of how they work. Yeah. Because I, it's pretty often that I see so like they, someone they mention like it. They took the trophy from him? Um, yeah, he doesn't have it. You're going to go in someone else's house? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I guess, but. Yeah, like I'm I'm 99% sure he does not have the trophy at his house. That's tough, man. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on to the NFL. Yeah. All right. This is where you're probably going to say something a lot cooler than me. Probably not. I, I just want to hear who you think. Oh, for you? No. no for me? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, who so, you know, basically. What? Who you know that is yours. It's not who you think. It's, yeah, it's yeah, your yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your guy. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> so, my pick was, I'm a defensive guy. I've said it a lot. I'm a defensive guy. I always liked Darrell Revis. Darrell Revis is like my number one like pick for who I would want to be okay. if I was a player. And then a hybrid between him and Troy Palomalo. See, I would love to have like a guy that displayed both. Because like Revis was a hawk. Yeah. Palomalo was a he Palomalo was a good safety. Like I'd take him over most guys as just a cover guy. Me too. Like he had good hands for. He was known more for like making those crazy tackles. Yeah. But like, have you seen some of the interceptions? No, I he's know, bro. Well, I don't like, know. I, I see all the memes all the time. Like, 
Earth's covered by two thirds of water, and then Troy Palomalu covers the other third. Bruh. Fire! But like, here's the thing, though. Like, I would probably just take Palomalu over Revis. I know that sounds no, no, no. Crazy. I know. I like. I agree with that statement. Yeah. But as a Jets fan, like, Darrell Revis was like what I saw first. You know what I mean, like no. that, that's all the reason I picked Darrell Revis first. 100%. But if I were to pick a player and position wise, I would just try and copy Palomalu to a T. Got you. I got you. So I'm with you. I'm on the other side of the ball. Okay. Okay. And this is because yeah, not not too many people are picking defense first. Let's go. Okay. Wes Welker, thank you. You're welcome. It's Wes Welker. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That might be the lamest pick. <laughs> You're welcome. So, reason why? Yeah. Tell me that. I think Julian Edelman had his career. Because of him? Because of Wes Walker. I agree. Well, not full well, pause. Hold and on. Cooper Cup had his season because of Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen did basically exactly what Cooper Cup did, but Cooper Cup just had a better quarterback. Like Thielen, when he had Diggs, like that Diggs last last two years with the Vikings, Adam Thielen was gross. Just go before you give me that. Sh- Stupid look, dude. Just go back and watch. You know what I'm saying? Watch who? Adam Thielen? Adam Thielen. I'm not sleeping on him, but like this oh, is Oh, you're just... sleeping on him because you just acted like I just said freaking Joe Schmo from well, like, court. Bro, I'm going to keep it a buck, 10 trillion. You are picking the most random players I've ever seen in my life, bro. Wes Welker's a random person? No, but it's just like, who do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, uh, LeBron James, uh, Megatron, Deion Sanders. Like, you are such a typical white Patriots fan. Straight up. You got any more racially motivated comments? You are a typical white, short Patriots fan. I want to see one guy that can actually guard Wes Wilker. I'm not denying the man's... Oh, my. Oh, so, so now it's yeah, like, oh, yeah, he, no, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's, yeah, just, yeah. he's just white. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> like, no, I don't want to grow up and be... I don't want to grow up and be Deion Sanders. Oh, okay. I don't want to grow up and be LeBron James. I want to be the slot guy that you literally get pissed off every week because he's open. Every week. I personally don't. Wes Walker. I do. I want to be the guy that's gonna that's not like ripping through your defense, but he's poking at you, pissing you off. Yeah, look, the little pokes don't really tick me off, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, they do no. when you're losing though. Because then you're they then ain't your patience losing. ain't. They ain't nothing. losing because of him though. Huh? They ain't losing because of him though. If you can name me one guy, one guy in that years that could guard either Wes Walker or Julian Edelman. I'll give you $5 right now. Give me a second. I'm not an NFL nerd. Give me an NFL or give me an NBA question. All right, hold I on. think the only person hold that on. could guard hold on. Julian Edelman and Wes Welker, I think, I think Wes Welker might have, I don't think he had, but I'm going to say his name. Are you? Do you want to go ahead? I'll let you go. I'll let you go before no, I you say do. it. I don't care. Akeem Tlaib. One okay. of the most underrated corners, in my opinion. When he played with Man, the Broncos, bro. dude. Huh. What are you looking at? Wes yeah. Walker's career. <laughs> uh-huh. Holy. Uh-huh. I'm telling you right now. He played def- defense, too. Huh? No, he probably just had defensive stats because picks. Unless that says... An- Wait, was there an interception in there? 
Because I knew that if you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. First, Hold on. We got... Like, for some... Yeah, he just has, like, a ton of tackles, like, on defense. Oh, that's whatever. that's 100%. That's 100% just from picks. Yeah. That's funny. But, uh... Dude, yeah, that's crazy. He had a 1,500-yard season? That's crazy. I mean, and for that time... 2011, bro. 1,500. And then the year after, 1,300. Sheesh. I mean, three years in a row. 2007, 2008, and 2009. Was that with Randy on the team, mm-hmm. too? He had over 1,100 on all three. Yes, dude. Like, Randy was doing his thing for sure, but, like... I don't know. I mean, sticking, I, you had prime Brady. I think it's funny. Like, he played for the Dolphins his first two years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think he participated his first year. But then, like... He ended his career with Denver. Oh, wait, with St. Louis, with the Rams. Okay. But he played for four teams, right? The thing about it is that he's back in Miami now. He's the wide receiver coach. Yeah. So he's he, you could see where Jalen Waddle is improving because a guy like Tyreek isn't a Wes Walker guy. No. Jalen Waddle is more of a guy like that. And even, like, he's not. The one guy that I could see is just like Wes Walker on this team is Braxton Berrios. Yes. And you could see the improvement yeah. in that guy. And that guy's like 28, dude. Like, it is cool to see yeah. that guy finally getting his reps. But, yeah, dude, I, I'm just going to say Wes Walker. That's what okay. I, you okay. know, it's it's not flashy. I know, I'm a Patriots fan. It's the only other guy that I wanted to grow up being that wasn't a Patriot, Percy Harvin. I'm going to keep it a buck, 10 trillion. Oh, my gosh, you got to watch him. Percy, no idea. Percy Harvin, either Vikings, Vikings highlight reel, Man. or – you got to watch the um, Seahawks. He was the man that returned a kickoff return against the Broncos when they they curb stomped them. Remember when the Legion of Boom curb, curb stomped uh, Peyton Manning? Percy Harvin was the man that returned one of the, the I think it was a punt or a kick a kickoff. He might have done both. Hold on, he might have done both. I'm looking him up, I'm looking him up. Um, Seahawks. <laughs> Okay. Versus Broncos. I'll allow it, I guess. Super Bowl stats. Let's go. Here we go. We're locked in. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not really sleeping on them. 43. I'm just going to keep it a buck. Who's that? Percy Harvin. What do you mean not sleeping on them? Oh, you looking at stats? Yeah. Oh, don't look at stats. Oh, don't look at stats. No, no. We, we don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just don't look at the only factual <laughs> thing. Percy Harvin. Okay. His highest yard season was 967, 2011. Because him and, you know, him and Tavon Austin had the same kind of, like, career. Okay. Just, like, the potential and how they were used. Like, potential, how they were used. Okay. And those are the two players where I'm like, it's unfair for them guys to be drafted by crappy organizations and waste all of all of their career, you know? I feel that. So, all right. We're done. I guess so. Hands off. We're done. So, let's move into it, okay? Week 17 predictions. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess so. So, this is my thing, okay? I did our little... uh, I did our little um, recaps from last week. Okay. Do you want to guess, out of 16 games, how you did? Did we not talk about it already, or no? I thought I was like nine for six, was I not? No, no, no. Out of sixteen games. That's that's not that's nine plus six is fifteen. Okay. So then I, I was ten for six. 
Or holy. No, that's 16. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You think you were 10 and 6? I thought so. You, uh, were, uh, you were 8 and 8. Oh, okay. Whatever. I was 10 and 6. Congratulations. So. <laughs> I'm going to pee on his MacBook. <laughs> but good news. Good news. Yeah, good news. We start out the week 1 and 0. We got the game right. You were close with that Browns and Jets game. Yeah, I know. Pretty close. All right, don't do that. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what's even crazy? What? <laughs> Today, I uh, my brain like finally got the lock in. I finally got my priorities straight. Yeah. Downloaded FanDuel on and DraftKings on Ashley's phone. <laughs> I'm up next. <laughs> I'm up next. You, you we're up next. <laughs> We're up, baby. We're up big. You're down. We're up. <laughs> so, woo! Hear me out. Yeah, hear yeah, me yeah. out. Yeah. It's a weird week, though, because it's New Year's week kind of deal. Yeah. We have one game on Saturday. That's it. Okay. It's a, it's an 8 o'clock game. Weird. It's just weird. Yeah, I know. No Whatever. Monday Night Football either. What? So we have Oh, a that's whole, true. We have a whole lot going on on Sunday. So basically, me and you, we're locked in Sunday for real. Okay. Yeah. So, Lions, eleven and four. Cowboys, ten and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboys are five and a half point favorites. The over under is forty two. In Dallas, bro. Fifty two. I'm sorry. Correct. Yeah, I'm just. I'm You're just. Good. You're good, gang. Uh, man. Am I really about to say Lions here, bro? Are you? I think I might. Are you? I'm going to do it. Okay. It's interesting. I'm going to go Lions. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm going to go Lions. I'm going to go 27-21. Okay. So I'm going to be writing all these down. Yeah. And you said 27-21. I went Lions 28-24. Okay. So I'm on that same boat. Okay. You believe it's under, though, of the 52, yes. over under 52, which is fine. I just think that um, we might be getting a full shootout or a nothing I know. game. Yeah. Nothing game. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with that score there. Okay. First 1 p.m. game that we have going on. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Where is it? Holy crap. We have the Patriots at the Bills. Okay. Patriots are 4-11. and 11, Bills are 9-6. and six, And the Bills are 14-point favorites with, okay, an over-under of 40. I think it's getting over. Hmm. But just because I think... I can. I feel like I can trust the Patriots to drop at least thirteen, but I can also see the Bills dropping thirty. Yeah. yeah totally. So, so Bills thirty, Patriots thirteen. I think. Mm. I feel like that's a good score. Man, right? that is a good score. The only thing about it is, this is this is a game here. <laughs> this is a game here. Okay. I have Bills 24-14, okay? Okay. They struggled against the Patriots last time. 
Yeah. I know it's in Orchard Park, and that could be a total difference maker. I just don't believe in the Bills yet. Really? I don't. Okay. Like, there's a weird feeling, and it has nothing to do with their last few games. It's, it's that Broncos game that still throws me off. It's been four weeks, and I'm still thrown off about that. You got to let it go, man. I don't think I can. <laughs> so, like, I will still take the Bills, but I think the Patriots may cover. So that's that's what I'm thinking over here. Okay. But you, you think they're going over, and you think it's going to be a total cover for the Bills. So yeah. I totally respect that. Let's move on to the next game. Probably the best game that should have been flexed into Sunday night, 100%. I, I'm i not interested in the Packers-Vikings for Sunday night football. Yeah. So the Dolphins, who are 11-4, and four, and Ravens, who are 12-3, and three, this is in Baltimore. Over-under is 47. The over-under is way too low. In my opinion, the Ravens are three-point favorites. So, I want to hear yours first, then. Give me the Ravens 31-28. Okay? okay? And the only reason I say that is that this Raven team is great. Absolutely great. I know Jalen Waddle is out now. And this is why I'm kind of mad I put 31-28. Because we just got the news this morning. Yeah. But I think it'll still be close. I really do. Like... I I know the Ravens are going to win this game. But remember do do you remember the game last year that they played and both dropped a cool like 30 apiece? Do you not remember. remember that game? No. It was we'll go back to it when you do your predictions. I'll look it up for a second. But I'm telling you right now, give me the Dolphins. I'm just kidding. Give me the Ravens 31-28 and that makes it a push. So Okay. Or No. That gives it an over. I'm sorry. I can't do math today. Um, it's okay. Yeah, but th- that's an easy over for me, in my opinion. All right, so here's here's my thing. Okay, give me it. Here's, here's Resume. My. Okay. I think it's going to go under. Just because I like the Ravens' defense, and I also think the Dolphins' defense is pretty good against receivers. Okay. And I don't feel like the Ravens' rushers are as healthy if I remember correctly. Okay. So I'm thinking like a. See, this is a fun game. 24-21 Ravens. Give it to me. Pause. 24-21. I like it. I like it. So you think it's going to go under? Yeah, for sure. Dang. I think okay. it's, I think it's a, a lockup game. Except for Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Okay. Last year for the Dolphins. Last year's score against these two teams, which it was in M&T Bank Stadium, Baltimore, Dolphins went 42-38. to 38. A cool 80-piece. Man. And I don't see, like, is there so much of a click that we see that there was pieces added that were, like, totally different defense? Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. But I know the defense this year is a lot better than last year's, for just whatever reason it yeah. is. However they're playing their game script, yeah. it's working. Yeah. But... I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's a cool over, dude. Cool, easy over. But anyways, we'll move on to the next one. Seven and eight Falcons go to Chicago to play the six and nine Bears. Bears are two and a half point favorites. Over-under is 38. Thoughts? I'm going Falcons. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Is Taylor Heineke starting? As far as I'm 
If Taylor Heineke, you know, I'm just going to do for both. But, I mean, if Taylor Heineke starting, definitely Falcons. But I'm going to go, I might go over, too. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I'm thinking, like, 27 Falcons. Okay. Like, 23 Bears. Is that, so, you're doing with and without Not Taylor? both. Oh, with both? Okay. Yeah, I'll just do both. So. Just make it easy. Okay, so you're thinking this is going to go a little what? A little over? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, when we say little, we mean a lot. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, 50. My uh-huh. God. Um, <clears throat> I'm in the same boat. Give me the Falcons 24-17. Okay. So is that? 40? That's close. That's 41. Oh, okay. But it is over. Man, that's that low-key disrespectful to be that low. It is, but let's just call it what it is. I know. The Neither. Falcons defense I know. is good. Yeah. I don't care what nobody says. And the Bears, they're just kind of like. Garbage. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But they're around there. Yeah. They're around there for sure. Yeah. So, but I, I think this Falcons team, it's it, it's just weird. You blew out the Col- the Colts, right? The Bears just beat the Cardinals. Uh, this is like a, a mid-game. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like who it's, can, it's who, a mid-fest. It's a mid-off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we have the next game. Here we have the Titans, the 5-10 and ten Titans. 5-10 and ten Titans. Yeah, then going to the Houston Texans little stadium down there. They're eight and seven. Over unders forty four. Texans are minus four favorites, or favored by four points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud back for sure. I'm I'm gonna go Texans for sure. Okay. Ah, the score though. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yikes. Do I want to be disrespectful? Yeah. Can, I'll be disrespectful. Want. Let's go 31 to 24. No, lower. Let's go uh, 31 17. Wow. Is that disrespectful? I mean, it's. It ain't crazy. Okay. But I just think CJ's not going to have a bounce back to 30 points. I think so. I don't. I'm. I mean, I'm around there. I'm around there. If you say hey. you're, if you, let's see, I don't think he's gonna bounce back and get 30, 28. <laughs> Do it to me. No way. <laughs> what? <laughs> you make no sense. No, because this is the only reason I say that is that with this Titans secondary, don't even hold on. With this Titans secondary, it's not hard to like throw touch. Like the Seahawks, I don't think he's gonna drop 30, and the, your score differential is a field goal off. I don't think they're going to have to kick any field goals here, all right? I'm just saying. <laughs> so, I have the under in this game, though. I do have the under. Um, Titans can't score for their life. But this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. do it. Texans. 28. 28. Titans, 14. Okay. So, that is a cool 42. That's you are right literally under. three points under on both of their scores. And you were treating mine like it was outrageous. No, well, you you said thirty-one seventeen. Yeah, but you, but you said like it was a blowout. I don't think fourteen is really a blowout. It's it, the same differential. No, but you said I don't think it's a blowout. You think it's a blowout. I don't think fourteen oh, is a blowout. No, I, think I, I didn't say blowout. I said low key disrespectful. Oh, okay, okay. See, okay. See now, I, now I got you. Now we're now we're back on the same rail. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm back. Um, Raiders. 
Don't look at me like that. I'm going to put a curtain right between us. Raiders, that they're 7-8, and eight, dude. This is impressive. I like Antonio Pierce as the head coach. I agree. He's a cool dude. I agree. The Colts, they're 8-7. and seven, But they're three-and-a-half point favorites, and the over-under's 42-and-a-half. Uh... Give me the Raiders. You're going Raiders. 24-21. Yep. I think the Raiders will actually win this game off the momentum of beating the Chiefs. I think so. Especially in Arrowhead. Yeah, I'm going to go Colts. Mm. I'm going to go Colts, but I'm thinking it's going to be a low-scoring game. So I'm, th- I'm thinking like 21-17 Colts. Mm. So okay. just cover spread for Colts. On mine, at least. The spread I see on mine is three and a half. Well, yeah, I like that. Okay. I like that. It, it's. I just don't see the like the Colts struggle last week. I know, dude. It, it, what, and they, yeah. they need to win this game to be it, in the wait, playoffs. Wait, is Michael Pittman back? Oh, yeah. Is he? He is. Okay. Then, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with my score. Okay. Um, as far as my knowledge, I don't know what the news on Josh Jacobs is. But he's doubtful for Sunday. Yeah. I like Zamir White, so I'm just gonna. I mean, yeah, he he just he balled out. What, what, one forty three, one fifty, one fifty. I think I think he touched. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me check because I like I like to make sure I'm not just screaming whatever. Up yeah, here. I like to give the guys some props. One forty five. Dang it, I was off by two. I like to just be like, give me one fifty. Give me one fifty. So next game we got going on here, two and thirteen Panthers. <laughs> Going to uh, going to Jacksonville to play the eight and seven Jaguars. Jaguars are four point favorites. The over under is thirty six and a half now. Give me the Panthers. Oh yeah, no no, no Trevor Lawrence. Give me the Panthers. <laughs> I don't even believe what I'm saying. I don't either. Uh. I'm sticking with it. Give me the Panthers, but I'm going to go 27-23 Panthers. I respect it. They don't have a first-round pick. Go out in there and win some games. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, no. They, they just dropped 30 against the Packers, so I think they can drop 27 against the uh, Jags. That's kind of where my thought process is. I think you're right on 27 with the Panthers. Really? I think you are. I don't think it's a win, though. I think that they have too much talent around for the Jack. The ja- okay. Um. So. <laughs> so. I still think there's there's too much talent around the Jacksonville offense. Can you repeat how you just said talent? The talent. Okay, I thought I, I thought I heard some talent, talent. I thought I heard some talent. <laughs> it's okay. No, 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 no worries. The talent. What? Literally just caught you in 4K. The talent. The, the talent. Talent. Okay, he said talent. Never mind. Whatever. Talent. 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 Just go, dude. Is there any other words you have on the board for me to? No. Talent. Look out of the table. Talent. Look out of the table. No. Go ahead. They probably see it. 
So talent. Sorry. 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 Jags thirty one. Panthers twenty seven. <laughs> I don't care who's that quarterback. <laughs> Wait, you think the Jags dropped the thirty one with their backup? Yeah. When they do, call me. So I actually put that score before Trevor Lawrence, but I'm just too lazy to be like, yeah, I'm going to change it. Like, yeah. am I going to really put the Jags down and say the Panthers are going to win? No. I'm not dumb. So, like. <laughs> okay, so next game here. Rams, who are 8-7. Frisky. Giants, who are 5-10. and Over-unders, 43.5. Giants, they have a plus six going into this game for the spread. Give me the Rams spread, bruh. I know. I, I tried to talk yourself. I tried to talk you in there for a second, get you all going, but I, it didn't work. So, what are you thinking? I'm thinking a Rams cool 33. To what? To what, man? 18. That, that's real quick. What the? F- Did you look at my notes? No way. No way. You're lying to me. I had the Rams 35 to 18. Really? That's weird, dude. That's weird. So, the only thing I'm going to say about it is that unless they put in you-know-who, they don't have a chance of covering. Oh, I agree. Tyrod Taylor, come on now. Yeah, I know. Come on now. What what are we doing? We're going to move on here. Cardinals, 3-12. Eagles. 11-4. 11 and 4. Eagles are 11 and a half point favorites. Over/unders 48. Um I think this is an easy over. Over. Yeah, I really think so. I think K1's enough like he can get you a cool 14. But I I I what? You don't think so? Like by himself? No, like he's the quarterback so he can get 14 points on the board for everybody. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think I meant by that? Like, Cardinals only put up 14. No. Okay. They're going to put up more. Okay. okay. Yeah, like, that's given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given you'll get minimum 14 because of K1. I'm with you. Yeah, so I right here, I put the Eagles 31, Cardinals 20. So that's going to cover. Okay. That's going to cover for the, the Cardinals if it stays at 11 and a half. And it goes over. So that's what I'm thinking because Eagles, they, they're they starting to look weird. So no, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's easy blowout. Every week it's different. So <clears throat> what do you got? Let me hear it. I'm thinking more along the lines of I think Cardinals cover, Okay, first of all. I think it is, man, 28-21. I like that. I like that. The only thing about it is it's close to that over-under. You're right over. I know. Ooh, you're close, boy. Oh, yeah. You're close. So, next game we got going on here, 7-8 Saints, 8-7 and seven Bucks. Bucks are two-and-a-half point favorite. Over-under is 42-and-a-half. Yeah, I don't I don't think this game's going over to, over 42-and-a-half. I don't. I think this is Bucks 20, Saints 17. I know they've Bucks have been looking pretty decent here recently. I'm just waiting for the game of Baker to really collapse. Really? But still win. You think like, so? Yeah, like if he if he's been this good for the last three weeks, it's kinda like a Zach Wilson thing, but he's not he's not Zach Wilson. Like I'm not saying he is. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. he has that 
mean, the Bucks are on a four-game win streak. Yeah. They beat the Jags, beat the Packers, beat the Falcons, beat the Panthers. Like, you know, it's it. Yeah, they went on a little losing streak, but they're back in the win column. So, this is the game where I think it gets too close, but I think they clinch here. So, give me the Bucks twenty seventeen. Thoughts? I agree with the winner and point differential, but I'm thinking more twenty four twenty one. So hear me out. Yeah. I know it's just over, ain't it? It is. Right. I'm right tripping. It's close, but it's over. It's close, but it's over. Um so you but think I, they, they I wouldn't be surprised if I witnessed a twenty four seventeen bucks. I wouldn't be shocked if they blow out the Saints. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked with that either. If the Saints beat the Bucks, I, I have would be surprised. no I ha- this is all part of the script now. I'm telling you right now, the Saints are going to win this game, and we're going to be so damn confused about this this freaking division. I know. There might be a chance that we just nuke the division, and you four teams, Canada. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like straight Canada, straight so, to the XFL, bro. I, I don't know. This is the division. I'm hoping the Bucks win, so that we don't have to worry about the next week or two. You know what I mean? Yeah. About like who's supposed to be in it? Because yeah. if the Bucks get Another win, nine and seven. Okay, yeah. I could deal with that. Now it's looking more like the AFC South. You know what I mean? Okay, the NFC South and the AFC South right now, horrible. Yeah, bad, horrible. But we will move on. Let's move on. To... No, no, no. So let's move on. We got the. Uh... Never mind. We got the Niners, eleven and four. Commanders four and eleven, totally opposite seasons. Over unders forty nine and a half. The Niners are thirteen and a half point favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Niners. This, yeah. Is, this is a comeback game for real. Brock Purdy, I'm telling you right now, he's gonna have a good game, and they're gonna be like, oh, he's he's still good. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, I, I feel like and Brock. I, th- I think he still is still good, but like, yeah. The the narrative, the, yeah, the critics right are out, absolutely outrageous against my man. I'm telling you, so what do you think? I'm thinking it's a bounce back game as well, but I do think Brock Purdy will still. I all right, so hear me out. I wouldn't be surprised if Brock Purdy threw for three touchdowns, no matter what. Okay. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he threw two interceptions, still with like weird like mental battle of like the critics are out to get me, like media's like still like throwing me off. Mm. So like I wouldn't be surprised if he threw for two tu- uh two interceptions. But I think no matter what he's gonna throw three passing touchdowns. Okay. So But I'm gonna go 33 49ers. 33 for the 49ers? Correct. Okay. And then fourteen for the commanders. Jacoby Brissett, man. So that's a cool what, forty seven? I think so. Am I dumb? No. 47. So it's under. They got the Rams next week. Okay. Yeah. Forget about it. I like that. That that over-under is too much. Is I it agree. not? That's too much. I know. I feel like that's an easy under. I took the Niners. I just looked at my notes. Hold on. You went over? I totally went over. <laughs> Such a dumb um, Dude, I'm so dumb. Um, <laughs> Niners 35. Commanders twenty one, but yeah, I, I thought about throwing a twenty one out there, but I was just like, eh. I'm pretty sure Jacoby Brissett's going to be in this game. Yeah, so I just think like the Niners, right? 
will get out to su- such a big lead that that's when it goes over. But if it, if it's like what you're talking about, where it's 33-14, like they get that last touchdown, yeah, and in, in like mm-hmm. one of the last few drives, it's going under. It's it's I'm telling you, it's going to come down to those last few drives. You think so? I really do. I don't. Okay. I, and so, moving on to our next game, we have the Steelers who are eight and seven, and the Seahawks who are also eight and seven. Seahawks are three and a half point favorites. The over under is forty one. See, the Steelers just confused the crap out of me, dude. I know. We, who, and the Seahawks, they did not look good last week against the Titans. Like, they confused the crap out of but me. But I'm I'm yeah. just going to say Seahawks here. Me too. Me I'm just going to say Seahawks. I'm going to go under, also, I think. You said what? Under. Oh, you're going to go under as well. I, I think so. Yeah. I'm going to go under as well. Okay. I'm going to say the Seahawks win 24-10. Ooh. And I just believe that the Steelers cannot get anything going. I agree. And that's the scary part. Yes, they just put up 34 against the Bengals. But I, I don't think they're ever consistent, like ever. So I, I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a bad game for them. They end up winning this game, my bad. You know what I mean, I know, and I know it's in Seattle. Both of these home stadiums are like huge impacts. Yeah, and like there's so many teams like that. Like we just talked about like Cleveland earlier. Like Cleveland, 100% completely different team in Cleveland. Yeah. So, man, and especially since Seahawks are home. Like that's why I'm going Seahawks. Mm-hmm. But I'm feeling like a 21-13. So it's pretty close to yours. But I think hopeful. I'm hopeful that the Steelers can get two field goals. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a game where I'm thinking, where are the Steelers going? Yeah, I know. Where Where do you say? Okay, it's either an O line problem or it's a Kenny Pickett problem. And I yeah. know there's that love, like that romance story. The kid from Pittsburgh that comes back to Pittsburgh. Throw I know. It. Yeah, Just I agree. It. Just chuck it because it's it's at this point. This is the second starting season, correct? Was well, second season period? Correct. And so. so this is where I'm trying to think. Can can Gino maybe beat the Steelers defense? Like, the way they struggled last week, I hope it pisses them off, and it and it beats the Steelers this week coming up so yeah that's my hope but it's just like dude hey yeah i know i know let's let's move on to the um the next four o'clock game here that the steelers and seahawks is the first four o'clock game the second one here is the Bengals, who are eight and seven playing the nine and six chiefs did we think at this point remember what before the season we were like these teams are both gonna have 10 wins at this point yeah yeah they're gonna be this is gonna be a great game it ain't looking good bro but I did see something. So if the if the Chiefs win this game, they clinch at least their division first. Okay. So so that's the good news. Yeah, that's the good news for them at least. And I do think that the Chiefs will win. You do. Yeah. Just see. because I I'm pretty. If I'm correct, Jake Browning did not look good last week. Let me see. No. No. Not not against that Steelers defense. God. Yeah, no. dude. They dropped eleven. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And and it's not like the Chiefs defense is any easier to score on. Like the Chiefs defense is still good. Yeah. So man, and it's in Arrowhead. Wraps, <laughs> wrap. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm thinking twenty-seven, sixteen Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. And the over/under is forty-four. So you're just missing it here. Yeah. But you're saying it's an under game, which is fine, because. I have the Chiefs 24-21. Okay. And I think this is a struggle game for both teams. Um, 
But then again, it's real close. Yeah. Like, I'm saying 45 points. You're saying 43. I think so, yeah. So, we're not off. You know what I mean? It's just difference of of what we think the Bengals will do, basically, at this point. So... We'll move on to the next game. We have the Chargers, who are five and ten, to play the seven and eight Broncos. Over under thirty six and a half. Broncos are three and a half point favorites. I'm going to tell you something after you pick your score because I don't think you remember. I don't think you. I don't think you remember that piece of news. Do you remember that piece of news? I'm going to go Chargers. Because don't you dare say it. Say it. What? You're gonna, you're saying? Mm-hmm, go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, because no Russ. <laughs> this guy. This guy listens to the news. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> go ahead. So yeah, I'm gonna go Chargers. Okay. Just because I have no idea who the Broncos' backup is. Is it Drew Lock? Jared Stidham. Who? You don't know Jared Stidham? The goat. Yeah, uh, Chargers 30, Broncos 10. No, I'm just kidding. Holy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go Chargers 24, though, and yeah. then Broncos, yikers, maybe 13. Maybe 13. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so that's a cool 37, so that's right over, dude. Yeah. You think that's an over game? I mean, when the, when the over-under <clears throat> is 36 and a half, yikers. So, I, no, it, it's about on, but I'll say Chargers 2010. That's a good score. That's a great score. I Like, how much more How much more can they really you know score? What? Well done. You know what? That, that's a great score. I appreciate it. You know it. what? Something just spoke to my soul. That's going to be the score, too. Really? 2010, yeah. Man, it's going to be exciting. You know what? I'm going to place a $5 bet on the Chargers Broncos game exact 2010. <laughs> yeah. We're going We're going for a million. <laughs> oh yeah, we are. So hear me out. Hear me out. This is this is probably the most interesting game when it comes to who's on whose side. But the Packers are 7 and 8 and the Vikings are 7 and 8. It's a pick'em game. Over/under is forty-three and a half. You want to talk about a mid-fest? Holy! I know, but crap. this is where I'm at. I ask a bunch of people about this game. Packers. Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Packers. Next question. <laughs> Packers. Next game. No, I'm totally with it. But yeah, yeah, some yeah. people think like maybe the Vikings can figure something out. Maybe like there's two sides to it. Packers, are, their offense could explode. Jane Reed could be great. The Vikings, the problem is they got Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson, so you can never count them out. But I'm still going to go Packers with you, so I want to hear your explanation. So go ahead. I think it's going to be a pretty big shootout. I'm not going to lie to you, though. Interesting. Like decent, not like not 30? like 30 bombers. Oh. Maybe 30 for the Packers, oh. but maybe 30 26. Packers. 26. I think so. I now this is where I was at with the game. Yeah. Um I picked Packers. I was like, okay, that's great. Okay. Then they said they were gonna start um not Nick Mullins, but Jaron Hall. Who? Hold on. Jaron Hall. You want to hear stats for the year? Let's go. Um, 101 yards, okay. zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. His first game, he had 23 yards. He's cooking. So, <laughs> basically, He's I'm cooking. never going to trust 
any type of guy that's coming out onto the field with 100 yards on the year. Don't care. So give me the Packers 28, Vikings 13, somehow. Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, deep ball. Sure. So I'm not going to lie. I was not aware of who Hall was and that he was starting, but I'm still going to stick with my score. You never know. I know. He might be the next Mahomes. Yeah. Stats were similar to Mahomes once 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 upon upon a time. Right? So... All right, I agree with these. We well, we only we only uh, disagreed with one game. I think it was the Colts one, right? I think it was. Man, bro. So I just like that. This we always week. lose like three, though. I know, always. Do we want to switch them up? Nah, I'm sticking. No, with it. no, I like okay. it. Picasso. <clears throat> I like this. This is if Jared Sim comes out and starts balling against the Chargers. I'm going to be so mad that I picked the freaking Chargers <laughs> East and Stick. It's going to piss me off. But here's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to go at this game one more time cuz I'm going to see if Keenan Allen is playing. He won't play Sunday. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> basically Yeah. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll just keep. I'm just gonna not touch it no more. I'm not gonna touch the screen no more. The Chargers are gonna win, and that's what we have for this episode. Woo! This episode is done. We are set. Um, do we have any other news? Any other notes that I'm looking through? I don't um, see any. I don't think so. But just to give everybody a heads up, we should be back in working orderly fashion. Next Maybe, week. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, we'll have an ep- we'll have two episodes for you guys next week. Yeah, so don't I mean, you worry about that. Yeah. Like we'll I that. Yeah, we'll, we'll work something out. But and, uh, dude, videos. Videos are videos huge. Videos are here. They're here. We're They're live, now. baby. Cut you And at this point, we want to see you guys subscribe to that YouTube channel. I know. So <laughs> We will see you guys next week, and we hope you guys have a great time on New Year's. Uh, be with family. Be safe. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys next Tuesday. Yep. Peace. See ya.